in Philadelphia, continuing and wrapping up another beautiful Derech Hashem week. It's Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, Parashas Chukas, and uh, this beautiful Friday morning we are rolling into Derech Hashem in Chela Gimel, Perek Gimel, Simon Hay, Gimel, Gimel Hay. And we've been talking about Nevuah, and we saw yesterday, we had tremendous insight yesterday, this big breakthrough in uh, myth-busting a little bit, understanding the basic definitions of nevuah, what nevuah is and what it's not, the correct translation and the incorrect translation. We saw, even though we generally translate nevuah as prophecy, and a navi is a prophet, <clears throat> that is a misnomer and a mistranslation that's inaccurate. Prophecy is a byproduct of nevuah. Prophecy is a byproduct of nevuah. And someone who is a Navi can also be a prophet as he's a Navi, but a Navi is not a prophet and Navu is not prophecy. Navu, as we saw yesterday, is a state of total transcend- transcendence, a state of total bonding and binding with God, a state where the totality of who I am, the best of my abilities, has been sort of unloosed and unchained to allow me to be at total oneness with God to the best of my abilities. That's Nevoah, total Tevekos. And total Tevekos while a person is still alive while he was still in this world and on this planet. Um, the rest of him rises and ascends to the very taps. And that's Nevoah. And in Nevoah, it's Gimel Gimel Hay. We're in Gimel Gimel Hay. No, you too, that's the beginning of the Sefer. The beginning of the Sefer. Anyway, Nevoah brings with it what we call prophecy, because uh, when a person is in such a state, he's at one with God, he's able to get comprehension from God, insights from God, communications with God in a very direct way through the Dvekos. So Now let's see, though, that there's a catch. There's a big catch. That's hey. Ach. Derecha The approach for this comprehension, and hasoga here, is referring to two things. Hasaga means the, the state of being at one with God, and Hasaga means comprehending information, receiving information, and, and receiving enlightenment, enlightenment and clarity during that state. So says the Ramchal, here's the catch, It does come through mediums. Even when a person is in a state of Nevoah, and he's able to rise above the shackles and the confines of this world. He's able to have dvekos and his kashros, connections and connectivity and clinging to God by leaving everything of him that is a in opposition to God behind. Even when he does that, he's working through a medium. Working through a medium, A, to achieve this oneness, and B, to receive from God, to be on the receiving end to have that experience where there's communications from God, there are messages from God. It's through a medium. Let's see what that means. Now, that, that's, that's a curveball over here. Because <clears throat> as we came at yesterday, it seems for all practical purposes, you just rise up to God and you're clinging to God, you're hugging God, you're one with God, you're bonded with God. Says Ramchal, no, it's not so, so simple. You're clinging to God, bonding with God, you're at one with God through a medium, through a device. What's that? At the end of the day, 
the greatest prophet and the greatest level of prophecy, which is in the greatest state of Navua, the, 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 the highest Navi who can rise the highest and raise himself the highest and purify himself to the highest degree that is humanly possible is never going to be able to have such a degree of oneness with God that he, it's like he has God sitting across the table. A human being cannot achieve that, ever. He gives a very interesting example of Kamisha Reis Chavir Lefanov. Seeing your friend across the table, I see someone across the table, I'm able to have a complete and total dialogue with them. I can engage with them. I can interact with them without anything in the way. And the only thing that would be in the way is, you know, things that he may be on his own deciding to conceal from me. But... Um, but otherwise, I see him, I see his facial expressions, I hear what he has to say, he hears what I have to say, there's eye contact, there's facial contact, there's visual contact, and um, if we're honest with each other, and we are transparent with one another, that's the greatest type of communion and communication two human beings can have, what we call panam opanam. I have everything, I have the audio, I have the visual, I have the feedback, I see your expressions, I see your body language, and I have a total read and a total um, openness and oneness with you. No prophet ever had that with, 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 with the Rebbein Shalom to that extent, that he sees, so to speak, God. He is visualizing, so to speak, God. He has total clarity in everything that God is sharing with him, and which means total clarity. Now, let's, let's take that a step further. When I have a face-to-face -face conversation with someone, I have not just total clarity in the information because I have audio, visual, I have body language, I have facial clues. I have clarity in who's sharing the information with me. I see you for who you are. I see all of you for who you are because you're right there. You're right in front of me. I can size you up. I can tie you up. This kind of person, that kind of person. I see you for who you are, which makes an impact on the information that you're sharing with me. I see the information, receive the information with clarity, and I receive the information from a source that I perceive with clarity, the information and, and the source of that information are perceived with total clarity. You know, that's what's disconcerting to many people, including myself with Zoom. I sort of got used to it, but you can't really ever get used to it. You know, when, when COVID kicked in and Zoom took off, you know, we all should have bought stock in Zoom, probably, right? It's too late. It's not too late, but it's too late to have bought stock in it before COVID, beginning of COVID. The monkey bar. No, monkey box. The monkey box. Monkey box. Mm -hmm. Monkey box. box. They're saying that. Don't buy stock in monkey box. Yeah, definitely not. But we should have bought stock in Zoom at the beginning of COVID, and uh, yeah, we'd be we'd be reich right now. But Lamaisa Zoom, although it helped us deal with 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 uh, with all the uh, COVID problems and dynamics and not being able to get together in person. And there was a very long time, who remembers this, where all the shiurim were on COVID. The CBS community, Kailo, was broadcasting. The Chumash every night, was, was every week was on COVID. And there, the, 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 the morning, I think we were doing the Seals of Sharm then? What were we doing, Arthur, during COVID? What were we doing during COVID? Nothing. Nobody came to the No, no, but everything was over Zoom. Right. Everything yeah, was, was still over Zoom. Yeah, it was over Technology. What was it now? Seals of Sharm, maybe? I don't know. The Pesach, Pesach classes were over Zoom. Mm -hmm. Anyway... So we were able to communicate over Zoom, but uh, it, it, it was for those who were used to live communication, having people around the table, to have to go to Zoom, 
You see everyone, but you don't really see them. You see flat, pixelated representations with slight delays, slight lags in the, in, in the time frames. And um, you're not seeing a living, breathing, flesh and blood human being. You don't get the same feedback. You don't get the same visual clues and cues. You don't get the same read and take on whoever this is that you're speaking with. And you don't really feel like you're having a, a real conversation. You know, again, we may have gotten used to it a little bit more than we used to, but for, for me personally, for me personally, it was, it was, it was very off-putting, very, very off-putting having to give Shir over Zoom. You know, just seeing lots of tiles on the screen, seeing like flickering images, and that person's there, you smile, you know who you're looking at, but it's like, you know, it's like an animated photograph. It's not the person. Having in-depth 3D, not 3D, in-depth, real, live, warm, flesh and blood people around the table is the authentic, ultimate experience of sharing information. I have all the feedback, I have the audio, I have the visual, I have facial, body language. I, I see warmth, I see vibrancy. I see the information, I see the source of the information. Okay? That's punim el punim. And face to face. And that's why the Ramchal is using this as a dogma that says, the Ramchal, that even when we're talking about a Navi achieving Nevuah, and we're talking about the definition of Nevuah, is not prophecy, but the definition of Uz is the state within which I receive prophecy. That is this bonding, clinging, his kashros, tveikos, being at one with God. But the Ramchal is giving us a catch and a caveat. No one ever achieved that to the degree that we can achieve that with our friends and buddies. No one ever sat across the table with the Rebbein Shalom and had that degree of clarity. And he means even my Rabbeinu. Even though I, the Torah, does say panam al panam, it doesn't mean the panam al panam that we're discussing. Even my Rabbeinu didn't have total clarity in his Nevu experience with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he never had a total insight and total understanding of Hashem himself in totality. Even Maish Rabbeinu was one step removed. And we're going to get to that in a moment, what that means and what that looks like, how to understand that. But uh, th- th- this, this does certainly throw a curveball out there and it does qualify the understanding of what Dveikos really means. Dveikos is getting as close to Hashem as possible, is being at one with Hashem. But even when we are at one with Hashem, it has to be through a medium. It's got to be through a medium because at the end of the day, no one can really be totally at one with Hashem. It sounds a little disappointing, but it's not disappointing because to get as close as humanly possible is still quite amazing. Why can no one still be totally at one with Hashem? How come no one can really be? It's a philosophical question, maybe Ashkafic question. There's no, always no got to be a medium. No one in history. No one in history, no one now, sure. and no one ever. Moshe Rabbeinu was in, was also through Malach. That's what we just said. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was said. reading. Moshe Rabbeinu was through Malach. Yep. Yeah. Why? Why, Arthur? What's the reason? Because you can't see him. Because you can't see him. You said. See him. You can't see him. Well, how come Hashem can't give us the ability to see him? He doesn't want us to. Why can't he change his mind? No, we're kind of, we're beating around the bush over here. We can't Answers, handle it? Because we're not God? Why can't we handle it? We can't handle it because he's so, the, his honest and his powerfulness. Uh, so that's, that's the right direction. It, it, it's taking that further. No human can ever have total oneness with God and be totally part of God because part of the definition of God, as we saw in the beginning of the Sefer, is Hashem is unified. Echad yachadu miyuchad. Hashem is one and only one and unified and simplistic and has no moving parts, nothing extraneous, nothing outside of him, including us. So if there's an us, there's, if there's an us, even if there is a fraction of a degree of an us, that 
is a contradiction to God. Right. God is one and only one and a unified yeah. one. Assume, if there's an us, that's contradictory to God. So an us can never be totally part of God. It's impossible by definition. To be part of God needs to be part of God, but God doesn't have anything that's not God. Can it be so the, the moment that we're part of God, we cease to exist. So we can never exist and be totally part of God. Everyone here, it's, 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 not, a, it's, it's not a I understand, difficult but can, concept. It be the, but can it be the inverse? So there's two ways to look at it. We can be a part of God and we can be together, or God could be a part of us and we can be together. God could be a part of us. I'm not sure how that, that doesn't... God I don't think is that's with gonna, us, correct? I mean, not part of us, but God is with us. God's with all of us, yes. Right. So wouldn't, wouldn't that make, wouldn't that be... But with, I'm not talking about with us. I'm talking about Dreykos, his kashos. That's right, that's right. Okay, so, so that's what the Ramchal is saying, that even the, the, so the Navi that she is, Navu, Navu is bonding with God, oneness with God, ascending to God, transcending to God. But it's always got to be through a medium, Rabbi Yisai. The greatest Navi is never bonding with God like we can bond with each other. I sit and have a conversation with my very good friends over here, everyone that I love so dearly, and, and, and there's total bonding to the greatest degree that body language and visual feedback and, and all that, right, that you can never have with God because there's always going to be something that's preventing you from that oneness with God, and that is the fact that there's an us and there's a Hashem. So what does, therefore, Navua have to be done through this bonding? This is Kashrus. says there, Amchal. It has to be through agents. A Navi achieves Navua through an agent, through a medium. What does that mean? Listen to the Ramchal's analogy that he gives us. And this, gives, uh, this gives us a breakthrough in understanding certain terminology that Chazal are want to use. Listen to this amazing insight and analogy that he gives us. These agents that allow me to have Dvekos and Skashos with God, these spiritual agents, what they're doing is they're like lenses that are focusing light. Focusing light so that I can see it. The light is analogous to the oneness, the Ur Ein Soif, Baruch the infinite divine light of God Himself, that pure, totally um, unified light, which, which is another way of referring to Hashem, which I can't have... I can't have one is with that and still be me. That, that's impossible. It's unified, it's simplistic, and it is one and only one. Um, so I can't have any direct perception of that light. It'll destroy me. It'll destroy me. Um, I can't do anything with it. I need something to focus that light, to downgrade that light. You know, like you have um, electricity. Electricity, is, you, have, you have tremendous powerfully charge electricity coming out of the power plant, they have these transformers that, 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 that downgrade, that, that yeah, yeah, step yeah, it down. They, 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 um, yeah, step what? Step down. Step down transformers that lower the, um, the, the power so, so that uh, so your air conditioning doesn't get fried. Your air conditioning. 7,600 volts. 7,600 volts are coursing through this pylon up there, this, this, this pole. That's right. And it makes it, here in America, it's 120 volts. For if you, 110, 110, it's even less than 120. By the time it gets into your house, it was 220, I think. 220 and yeah, 110. Yeah, Europe and Russia. That's why you don't want to plug your hair dryer in, in, in uh, hair stall, take your American radio. When in my Bach Russia years, I fried more than one uh, appliance that way. But they have the converters. 
That's why they have the converters. You have the converters. They converters are big. They they uh they melt on you. No, it's an adapter, not a adapter. I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway, I fried appliances in spite of the in spite of the transformers. Transformer or adapter? Whatever it was, I fried appliances. Transformers are big adapters, are small. Yeah, that that's that's yeah, that makes sense. So so. The step down. You have the step down transformers, um, and that's what these these lenses are. They are taking Hashem's light and focusing it, so I can perceive it. You know, like not like sunglasses. Sunglasses is good, but glasses is even better. Without glasses, my eyes are flooded with light. There's my light. My eyes can't. Are, are, are you know someone who's nearsighted needs glasses or farsighted needs glasses? His eyes are, are not strong enough to uh, to do 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 a a malfor a a a, a, a um, the, the eyes, um, not malformation, but a, a, um, a curvature. curvature in the eye. Yeah, the eye gets elongated or, 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 or gets, um, um, that's what happens when, when the eyes change shape. So the eyes lose the ability to focus its light, and uh, the lens focuses the light for my eye so my eye can do something with this light. So without the glass, my eyes are flooded with light. The light's too powerful for my eyes. My eyes aren't strong enough. To focus this light, the, the glasses are an artificial device which have lenses, and the lenses focus the, the light. Ah, I can do something with that light now. So the, 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 the original light is meeting the lens, and that's too much for me. The lens focuses the light, now I can do something. There's a step-down lens, a step-down transformer, and that's what a Navi needs as well. Step-down mediums that take the infinite, overpowering light of God and focus it so that the Navi can perceive it, can work with it. That's why Chazal always referred to these mediums as aspaclaria. Chazal's terminology, terminology is aspaclaria. Aspaclaria uh, means a crystal. It really means a lens. It means a lens. A lens. Not glass? It's glass in the sense of a lens. The understanding is a, a lens that takes something and focuses it. That's, when Chazal used that term aspaclaria, that's really what they mean. It doesn't mean like a glass window. It really means a lens. It's taking something too powerful for me, too strong for me, and focusing it to a, to a, to a, to a, to a, a, a different type of um, a degree that I can work with, it, I can get something out of it. A step-down so lens. It's more like an unfocused, not focused. If, if the initial beam is too focused, then you need a, a, a parabolic lens with a negative curve to unfocus it. Now, yeah, well, whatever the analogy we like best, you know, I think it's okay if we go with this. It's the, the, the light is so powerful and so strong and overpowering, it, it focuses it into a, something that I can perceive. It's taking something that, that's beyond my capabilities to, to focus. Like the eyes, the eyes, muscular power, the eyes can't focus the light anymore. It's too strong for me. So I, I'm going to go with this. I'm, I'm going to go with this. If, if people have the different analogy that they prefer, that's, that's uh, also okay. That's so also then, okay. okay. But it's taking something that is, is too strong for me to, to focus, and it's focusing it for, so I can, I, I can make something out of it. So that's the, uh, those, are the, those are the agents that, that every Navi has to work through. And we call these the aspaclarius, lenses. Um, stick, stick aspaclarius. And uh, again, they're, they're facilitating this perception like a lens for the eye. Exactly like a lens for the eye. An eyeglass, uh, you know, uh, that, that, that takes light. In the Ramchal's day, that they knew they had, they had glasses already, they had monocles. Um, the Ramchal says that's what these agents are doing. Sha'al Yodam Yusag HaKovid, 
through these lenses, through these mediums, a person can have dvekas. So he's he's having total dvekas. He's at one. Now, so we have to understand that what, what the lenses are doing with these angels that are focusing, angels and angels that are focusing for me are letting me do two things. It's not just comprehending the information. To, to, to limit this analogy to focusing light so I can perceive it, it it's, it's beyond that. It's more than that. It's, it's allowing me to have dvekas with Hashem. So I'm having dvekas with the power, the energy that's being stepped down and focused for, to something that I can work with. Ah, acher. But it's so important to remember that these angels are ultimately taking God's power, God's light, and focusing it to something that I can bond with. But at the end of the day, what am I bonding with? Am I bonding with the medium, with the angels, or am I bonding with God? After all is said and done. And we're working through the Aspaclarius. What am I bonding with? What am I being miscashed with? What am I having dvekos with? <clears throat> After we have the step dance. Both. the angel is being a conduit to God you're, you're bonding with God but by default because of your interactions with the angel there is some sort of bonding might, in my opinion might not be as great as the one with God but you're no, honestly you're, you're, that energy that you're using is God's energy happens to be that it's just focused so the way the Ramchal tells us we're supposed to look at this is we're bonding ultimately with God we're not with the angels and that's, that's, that's the, the final point over here that the Ramchal is making is that all these why, angels why, they're, they're acting as lenses and they're just they're just focusing the, 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 the light from me. They're giving me an ability they're, 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 they're stepping down the light to a degree that I can now make use of it. I, I can I can connect with it without being destroyed by it. But what I'm connecting why? with after all is said and done is that energy, that light from God, not the angel. Well, right? Not the not? angel. So when, when I read, so I'm connecting with this information via my glasses. When my glasses I, can't, I cannot see what's printed over here. Right now. I can't read it. I want to connect with this information. My glasses allow me to connect with the information. So I'm connecting with the information, not with my glasses. My glasses are focusing the light in such a way that my eyes can now get something out of this page. So it's the same exact thing with the Malachim. You're not bonding with Malachim. You're bonding. A Navi is bonding with God himself. Via the, via the, via the step-down transformation of the Malachim, they're facilitating it, but the, the, the Hiskashas and the Dveikos is with the Rebbein Shalom himself. That's always what Navu is. Navu is never an experience where you have Dveikos with a Malach, never. The Malach is merely the facilitator, the Malach is the lens, Malach is the focal point, but it's God's energy going through the Malach. Okay? Very important to, to be aware of that. So why do you need the angel? Why God... Save, the same reason I need my glasses. No, I can't do anything with this light. Okay, why God doesn't give the same light like the angels right away for us to be able to Because Navu is about use... bonding with God himself, God's essence. Now, God is, can't change his essence. God's essence is such that I get destroyed by God's essence. Right? That's who Hashem is. Hashem can't change who he is. Hashem's going to make himself not not all-powerful, not all um, encompassing Hashem can't do that but Hashem wants me to be able to have a connection with him nevertheless even though to connect with Hashem himself would destroy me I can't do that as is so Hashem has these aspaglarias mediums lenses set up to allow me to to connect to his light to his energy in a way that won't destroy me that, that's the answer that's the answer Hashem wants me to connect to him himself but if I would have connected to him himself that would destroy me Hashem 
not that Hashem won't change, not that Hashem doesn't want to change who he is, but Hashem can't change who he is. There's basic definitions going into who Hashem is, and therefore these mediums take it and, so to speak, speak step it down into something that I can connect with. Does Rambam elaborate why there's no bonding with the angel, or he just says it is? Because the way I look at it, right, let's use your glasses example. The glasses are on your face, so there's contact, mm-hmm. and the glasses are, your your eyes are interacting with your glasses, and you're processing the information from the book. Yes, the knowledge, the information is coming from the book, but ultimately the source, the energy is coming from the book, but without the glasses, you won't be able to process them. We already... Sure, we already that, he agrees it. with that, he agrees with that. Right. But the point that he's making is, what am I receiving at the end of the day? The Malach is certainly a facilitator. Without the Malach, nothing would work. But with the Malach, what I'm doing is I'm receiving Hashem's light. Well then, no. Without without malachim don't produce light. So to me, a book uh, the the glasses don't produce any light. So to me, that doesn't make sense because if you if you say like that, then you look at any yeshiva, right? You have your you have your rebbe who who teaches you information, who gives you the information. Ultimately, he's the conduit, right? Okay. He's teaching you the information. He's not the original of the source, but he's he's the one explaining to you. Like Rabbi Rivers, there you go. You're giving us information. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're passing the information. You're. Could, I good, yes. Dumbify it for me. All right, all right, okay. But I think during our classes, during our interactions, we're bonding as well. Got it. So how how is that not the same? That I don't get. What? I lost you. Listen, forget about the forget about the teaching and the classes and my class and all that. Gramchal is just defining for us what prophecy is. He wants us to understand what nevuah. I'm sorry, not prophecy. Nevuah. Nevuah is an experience wherein wherein a human being can bond with God himself. However, bonding with God himself is a little bit tricky since God is infinite and one and, and, and can't have anything that's not himself. If I would try bonding with God, I would, I would get incinerated. It would destroy me. It would burn me up. So how do we bond with God? How do we receive from God? Through lenses that are able to water down. I, but ultimately, I'm getting Hashem's light. And I understand that. I, Maybe, let's just wrap okay. up the paragraph and I'll take the, the, okay. the question. We just have one more line. Let's wrap this paragraph up. Um, yeah. So it has to be through a medium. It's got to be through a medium because Hashem's light energy is too overpowering, overpowering, overwhelming otherwise. Based on the lens that it, it goes through on its way to me, based on the medium that's transmitting it to me, that will change the nature of the prophet, of the experience and change the nature of the bonding. Different Nevi'im, again, to, to loosely translate it, different prophets... Um, have different lenses that they work through, and the higher the Navi is, A, the less lenses he has to work through because he's already on an intrinsically higher plane, and the more polished up, so to speak, those lenses will be, the less of a stepping down process has to happen. Meaning if you have, continue with our analogy with electricity or glasses or whatever it is, if you have an appliance that's wired to take 220, you don't have to step down the electricity as much. If it's only wired to take 110, you have to step it down quite a lot. If it's only wired to take 50 volts, you got to step it down quite a, quite a lot. If you have something in your house that can take, you know, 5,000 volts of electricity, so then what, what's the transformer outside again? 7600. 7600. You don't have to step it down too much. Based on the, the, the uh, um, greater um, the, the um, strength on the receiving end, the, the, I have to do less uh, monkeying around in between. So this is, you know, a good muscle for different levels of Navim requiring different types of lenses 
in between. If a Navi is on, on a lower level, and we'll see coming up, there's different levels, different Madrigas and Navim, a lower level Navi is going to need a much greater step-down prize, going to need more lenses in between. Some of these lenses may be not so clear, some may be murkier, because there's only so much he can handle. A higher Navi can handle much more. He doesn't need as much of a step-down process, and the lenses themselves will be clear because he's on a much higher level. Um... And as we just spoke out, the Ramchal is saying this now, there's many, many, many levels over here, many madregas, depending on the Navi, and many different different um, amounts of how many step-downs you have to have in between, how many lenses you have to have in between, and how clear those lenses are, how murky they are. And we know, Chazal tell us, this is now we can come back to a famous, famous Gemara, that says, what's the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and everyone else. Moshe Rabbeinu saw an Aspakleri HaMe'ira. All the other Nevim saw an Aspakleri HaMe'ira. What this means is Moshe Rabbeinu had a lens, was polished as, you know, it was like the, uh, what's that new telescope? The Webb tel- Telescope. So the Webb Telescope, which is the best telescope they ever had, all these, the whole array of mirrors, highly, highly polished, that was Moshe Rabbeinu. He had a lens that was as polished as can be, and he had the highest level of clarity, the highest level of perception, the highest level of Devekos. Because the least amount of step downs. But even Moshe needed at least one Aspaclaria. Even Moshe needs one lens, needs one step down, because even Moshe can't have total consonance with God, because Moshe, even Moshe, at the end of the day, is still not God, is still someone outside of God. All the other Nevi'im have multiple lenses and lenses that are not as clear as the lens that Moshe used, because they are on a level below Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, so this gives us clarity, hopefully, in, in the, the clarity that Aspach clarity is this notion of lenses, what that means, why it's necessary, and how that works together with Navua. And Mirza Hashem, next week we will continue with Vav. We have one more paragraph left in this paragraph. We will continue that next week. Everyone have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you all for joining. Shabbos. I just Shabbos.